Welcome to the Dream Living Podcast. The podcast for those who want to achieve phenomenal results in their life, career, and business. Now, here's your host, Angela Spears. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dream Living Podcast. This is Angela Spears, your host and Dream Living Coach, and excited to welcome you to another wonderful, wonderful episode. First of all, 2020 is behind us. Happy New Year. Um, I just was writing this blog about, I don't think anybody is sad to see 2020 go. (laughs) I know I'm not, but welcome to 2021. And um, we are going to be sharing with you a pretty cool topic, a very relevant topic, and it's goal setting. Uh, And we'll talk about it in general and also from the perspective of career. So why do I say we? Because I have my special guest who probably won't be a special guest anymore (laughs) if we continue this. Terry Thomas, my good friend and HR professional. She's been in HR for 20 plus years. She's also a life coach uh, and her mission is to help you get unstuck. And so if you are stuck on something, especially in this new year, Terry is the person that you will want to get support from. Um, Hey, Terry, how you doing? I'm good, Angela. Thanks. And happy new year to you also and to everybody out there. (laughs) Thank you. Are you one of those people who's um, not so um, sad that 2020 is behind us? I, I think, I think you're right. I think nobody is sad that 2020 is behind us (laughs) looking forward to what's going to happen in 2021. Yes. Yes. I think I'm taking the perspective of one day at a time, one day at a time, you know, it's like, you don't know what, the future holds. I just think about when we were at this time last year and it's like, there was a lot of hope for the new year. And then it just, things just started to happen just that, that are, that was world news and it just continued. It seemed like, so again, I'm just taking it one day at a time, but it's still, regardless of what happens, we can't control everything that happens around us. Obviously one thing we can control is, is goal setting. We can have intention, for the year. Um, we can take action toward those intentions or towards the, those goals. And uh, we can basically focus on what we can control. Goal setting is one thing we can control. So, and again, we thought it was important to talk about this because this is typically what I personally do. And I think what a lot of people do at the beginning of the year, probably even starting at the end of the year, setting their goals and intentions for the year. So let's jump right in. Um, Terry, I want to first pose the question, what do you, what do you think about goal setting? Like, what is your goal setting practice? Can you share some insights on that? Sure. Um, I'll just talk from my perspective. Um, I do set goals every year. Goal setting is just, um, it's just a way for you to um, not let life happen to you, but to be intentional about what you want to do in life, right? So whether it's personal or professional, uh, I think it's important to kind of put a target out there for you to hit or something that you want to accomplish so that you're always moving forward. Um, For me, like I said, I set personal and professional goals um, just so, like I said, so I can just move forward and and make sure that I'm continuing to grow and to develop. Um, Just a little side note for this year, I kind of put a theme to my goals And I said, my goals this year are going to focus, at least some of them will focus on doing things that make me uncomfortable, 
Why? Mm -hmm. Because when you're in an uncomfortable position, you grow, you learn, and you develop. Um, And they may be things that I've been wanting to do for a while, but just haven't or kind of put off for whatever reason. So this year, I'm kind of making a, a, um, a goal for myself to do those things that make me feel uncomfortable or kind of squeamish because number one, I want to do them. And I know that as I start to do these things, whatever that may be, it'll help me grow um, professionally and personally. Mm, I love that. And one of my mantras is, you know, if you, you're not growing, if you're not out of your comfort zone, you know, exactly. It's, I think it's an important practice to be intentional about I also do that. And sometimes I feel like I'm a glutton for punishment. (laughs) (laughs) Getting out of my comfort zone. (laughs) Because even before, even before we started recording this episode, uh, audience, I was actually asking Terry about how, how does she manage anxiety in the workplace? Because I was starting to feel some of that as we're preparing to go back to work. And, um, you know, part of that, that anxiety comes for me when I'm out of my comfort zone. And so uh, not only are you learning and growing, but you also have to find a way to manage that. And I think we'll talk about that in another topic, because I'm sure Terry and I are not the only ones who experience anxiety in the workplace at some time or another, (laughs) or even in life, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I love love that theme. And uh, um, as we you know, continue to collaborate on things. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you, are you out of your comfort zone, Terry? (laughs) Goal setting in your career. I think you have a roadmap that you have to follow that has to be your internal roadmap. Otherwise your career is just going to happen to you instead of you being intentional about which, what you want to do or where you want to be. So let's say I'm at a current level of a supervisor and I want to be a manager someday, but if it's just a thought, And, you know, I just keep doing my supervisor role and just keep it, keep, you know, doing whatever I'm supposed to do as a supervisor. I'm never going to get to that manager level because I'm not intentionally setting my sights on what is it that I need to do to be a manager. Mm -hmm. So once you set a target, you'll start to see the things that you need to do to get there or you'll be able to see your gaps, right, of what you want to do. Mm-hmm. or what you need to do to get to that next level or to that next promotion or to that next whatever um, that you see for yourself. But if you never set those goals, you may never get there because you will you will get bogged down in your day to day and, you know, and think this is all I need to do. That's all I have to do. And just continue that day to day. And before you know it, another year has gone by and you're wondering why I didn't get that supervisor role. Well, you haven't intentionally, you know, done the things that you need to do. When you set a goal for something and you see where your gaps are, you'll start subconsciously <clears throat> looking for those areas that you need to work on. And they'll, and they'll start to come to you. You'll start to see them. But if you never set the goal, you'll never see that stuff. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Makes perfect sense. Yeah. Okay. So my takeaway from what you said is um, setting a goal does set your intention for what you want to aspire to be in your career. And if you mm-hmm. don't set those goals and you kind of let your career happen to you, you could end up in the same place as you were the following year. Absolutely. And, um, and I think that really also makes me think about what's really involved in goal setting. It, it makes me think about you know, setting a goal um, and you can do that and not take any action toward the goal and still end up in the same place you were the yep. following year. 
I think that it, the intention behind the goal is, is the action that you're taking to move towards that goal. So if you say, like you said, I want to be at a supervisor level, I want to be at a director level, whatever that goal is, or I want to expound my experiences in my career so that I can build my skills so that I'm marketable. There, there are so many goals that you can set around uh, your career that it's, you know, it's just the possibilities are endless, but it's like, what actions are you taking mm-hmm. to, to achieve that goal? So yes. let's say like you, you use the example of you want to be a supervisor. So what skills do you need in order to attain that? What skills do you have today that mm-hmm. are cross-functional that, that, that you need to be successful as a supervisor? And then what skills do you need to develop to be a supervisor. So mm-hmm. maybe one of the sub goals is I want to take a management class or I mm-hmm. want to lead a project team so that I can gain more skills that the, our supervisory like. Um, maybe even talk to your boss about, yep. have the same conversation. What These are my goals. These are the skills that I think that I have that support that goal. And then these are the things I think I need to develop. What are your thoughts? Um, so that's, that's mm-hmm. kind of another layer of goal setting that, that I also personally apply. Uh, do you have any thoughts about just that next level or layer of the goal setting process? Well, I think you described it perfectly. It's the thing like once you set a goal, let's say, like you said, I want to get to that next level in, in my career. Then you start thinking of ways of, okay, how do I do that? And that's what you automatically started doing. That's what a goal does for you. It automatically starts you thinking, you, you put the broad goal out there. Hey, I want to be at the next level of my career at, at my company. And then you're like, okay, so how do I do that? Like, and you, you, you just put out several steps. Okay, I can talk to my manager. Okay, I can go talk to somebody else who's in the role that I want and see what it mm-hmm. takes to get there. Oh, maybe I'll take this class that I can do it. As you see your goal, as you write that goal down and solidify what that goal is, your brain automatically starts working on, okay, how do I get there? Mm-hmm. So that's why it's so important to set a goal because if you don't, like I said, you'll just keep doing your day-to-day and your regular job, mm-hmm. which is which you probably do a good job at and you're doing fine at, but you're not aspiring to or reaching to that next. And if you don't set that goal, it doesn't even get your brain thinking about, okay, how do I get to that next? Mm-hmm. because then once you set that goal, like you said, you know, you start thinking about how you do that. And then you'll start looking for those opportunities. You'll say, you'll go up to your boss and say, Hey, can I get 30 minutes with you? I want to talk to you about my career. Hey, can I talk to you about this career? I'm really interested in this. Can you give me 30 minutes so we can, I just want to like pick your brain. Right. Or mm-hmm. let's have coffee so I can do this. Then you'll start thinking of the tasks that go underneath for you to reach that goal. Like they said, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Right. But once you know what the big picture is then you can start filling in what those steps are that you need to get there. Right. Exactly. So. Exactly. And I think it's, it's um, worth even mentioning even in more depth that asking for feedback, I think is, is another helpful thing that can help you with your goal setting in your career. So share with other people what your goals are and then ask them for their feedback. What, what are their thoughts in terms of that as a aspiration for you and your career? What do they think um, will serve you well? What are your strengths? And maybe mm-hmm. what are your, and ask them for what opportunities do I have? What development opportunities do I have that will help me to get there? And I think sharing with others makes it 
makes it known what your what your career aspirations are. So like we talked about really taking ownership of your career. I think we are alluding to that at least. Taking mm-hmm. ownership of your career. Again, you can't let your career happen to you. You can't assume that people know that you want to be promoted. You can't um, assume that you will get promoted just because you're doing great work. I think having those conversations is important. Asking for feedback, um, not just once, but on a regular basis from your manager and from other people is important. And then um, monitor your progress as you're um, um, implementing what I would call your development plan. Check mm-hmm. in to see how you're doing, to make sure that you're com- keeping your commitments to yourself. And it's funny because as a dream living quote, quote, quote unquote, uh, you know, my focus is on career. You know, I help you achieve phenomenal results in your life, career, and business, as it says in the opening. Uh, but my primary focus is career, right? And so my, I have a framework for how you can set goals and how that process can work well for you. And it's actually the same acronym as DREAMS because I'm again, that's my whole mantra is DREAMS, DREAM LIVING. And so it's first to define what your career aspirations are. That's the D. Reflect on your skills and your talents. What are you good at? What, What are some of your opportunities, development opportunities? Then explore your options. Explore what roles might be suited best for you? What, what, um, what promotion might you seek? Um, when you, so let's say you wanna be promoted as a career aspiration. What types of roles are suited for that promotion? What does that look like? What options are available in your organization? What options are available in the market? That's what the Explore is all about. Also asking for, quest, asking for feedback and things like that. And then you act, you act by setting goals you want to achieve in your career. And then um, you monitor your progress. Like I was saying, check in on your goals to see how you're doing. And then soar, soar, because if you apply that process, you will soar in your dreams. (laughs) I am, uh, I've practiced this my whole life. I've been goal setting since I was a teenager, since I was still in high school. And it's something I still do to this day. And I think that this practice is what has helped me to be successful in my career. So dreams, that's, that's my framework. And so if you were to work with me to focus on your career, that's the framework we will be operating uh, by. So any additional thoughts to that before I ask the next question? No, I, I think that um, that covered it all. Um, that's, that's a great goal setting um, tool, I guess, mm-hmm. or model to use mm-hmm. um, in order to set your goals. Uh, I, you know what? I guess I will add one thing. I guess when you think about dreams and you think about everything Angel and I have been talking about, um, the one thing that you, you I, if you don't understand this or know this already, it's going to take some time and reflection. This is mm-hmm. not something you might just pop up and do, you know, <laughs> in 30 minutes, right? You do, right. you have to take some time to really sit and think about your career and what you want to do and what you want to be. And I don't know if a lot of people do that um, uh, on, you know, as, as a norm, but it's something that you should probably do on a pretty regular basis when you're thinking about your career um, because it's going to evolve and change, but it's nice to have a nice roadmap, like, or blueprint of, of what you think you want it to be. And then once you kind of have that, you can start setting those goals to get there. Mm-hmm. and dreams, like, mm-hmm. uh, like Angela said. So I guess that's the only thing I had to add. 
That is such an excellent point. And I don't <laughs> think people do enough reflecting because everything is so go, go, go. And to your point, it doesn't always come in a 30 minute setting. It, it may take you reflecting for a period of time to really mm-hmm. get what, what it is, what it is that I really want to do with my career. There've been times in my career where I was very, very clear about what I wanted to do. And there've been times in my career where I wasn't so sure. And I really yep. had to just sit and think about it. And I think I'm at a point in my career now where I am in a reflection mode. Like what's next mm-hmm. for me? I, I know mm-hmm. a couple of options. I actually have had that conversation um, with people, but um I can't say this is my next career move. I can't clearly mm-hmm. tell you that. There's probably a couple of ways that it could pan out, but I do have an idea. And so yeah. I think that's why it's important to, to think about it. The other thing that I forgot to mention about goal setting is that um, if it's important to write goals down. Oh, yes. Research has actually shown that you are... I don't even remember the percentage. I want to say like 51% more likely to achieve your goals when you write them down. And the reason behind that is it has a lot to do with psychology in the brain. When you write it down, you set that intention. And it's just like, you know, it really tells your brain, I'm serious about this. You put energy towards it and you're more likely to achieve it. If it's just all in your head, you know, psychologically, and again, research studies show this, you're not as likely to achieve it. So I encourage you to write your goals down. This is, again, what I've been doing since I was a teenager. Everything I'm sharing with you, I've been doing this for years and years and years. No, the that's other- very true. Writing goals yeah. down is, is so important. Yes. So important. Because yes. you're going to forget it. I mean, Absolutely. you know, you may come back three months later and be like, what did I say I wanted to do? Yes. You know, exactly. I mean, seriously, that's because life happens, right? Mm-hmm. And there's so much goes on in life. And if you come back to that goal and be like, oh yeah, I said I wanted to do that. And then you remember something and then you can, you can get on track again. Exactly. That's so important. Exactly. Another thing I did this year that I t- hadn't necessarily done in the past was I actually wrote down the progress that I made in, in the year 2020. Mm-hmm. I wrote down, mm-hmm. I had really sat down and thought about what progress I made. And even if it was as small as, um, you know, I drink water every day. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I drink, mm-hmm. I drink water more often. Um, I meditate more often, you know, and I look at my goals, but I also think about outside of my goals, what just kind of assessing what the year was like and kind of doing an inventory, if you will, or an audit, <laughs> if, if you want to use a formal um, business term for it of what 2020 was for me and what progress I made. And it was really fulfilling to me because one thing I don't do enough of that I would encourage all of our listeners to do more of is make sure that you acknowledge what you have accomplished. I tend to focus on the next thing once I've checked something off the box uh, or accomplished something. It's like on to the next one, not acknowledging my successes, not celebrating my successes. And so I think that's another part of the goal setting process is to celebrate when you have wins. It's going to keep you motivated. It's going to keep you wanting to do more. That is so true, Angela. I think a lot of people are like that. Like you said, once they check the box, they go on to the next, but they really don't take the time to reflect and really be happy about the progress that they've made. Right. Um, And really, um, celebrate, like you said, their success that they've had thus far. Um, And that's one thing that I, actually did too. And I actually kind of do that throughout the year. I, I kind of do a quarterly check 
mm-hmm. of my goals and kind of see where I, what I've accomplished and what I have not accomplished and maybe tweak if I need to. Mm-hmm. And then if I have accomplished, I'm like, oh, yeah, I got that done. You know, that makes me happy. So, yeah, um, it, that's that's like you said, it is motivating for you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds like we have similar practices and I, yep. too, I try to do it at least quarterly and I have my little notebook and I just pull it out periodically just to check in to see um, yep. how I'm doing. I used to actually schedule it on my calendar monthly where I would oh, reflect, wow. but uh, I haven't been as diligent about that, honestly, but I did do that at one point. And um, I think you just have to do what's best for you, what works for you. Yeah. Uh, we're just sharing what works for, for us, but the general yeah. principles still remain the same. I, I agree. And um, I like the thought about scheduling it on your calendar um, to do a check-in. Um, I was in a, a, a class or a workshop and the leader of that workshop said, you know, in order for um, people to gain knowledge and skills, you have to, you have to take that time and schedule it in your calendar to do it. And um, she was saying that you should schedule time in your work week, like take an, an hour you know, maybe once a week, put it in your calendar. So that's the hour you take to read something, to grow and to develop. She said, now I know the tendency is hard, especially if you're thinking, I'm just reading. I'm not really doing any work. I'm not being productive, but you are. You know, when you read that article about um, the career or business that you're in, you're learning, you're growing and you're, and you're developing your skill and talent. So it's okay to schedule, you know, an hour of time um, to, for education or for development and learning Mm-hmm. You know, if you have the, if you have the ability to do that in your job right now, do it yes. um, because that's only going to make you better. And it's going to, again, it's going to be something that you do intentionally. And if you do an hour a week for 52 weeks, you have 52 hours of learning and development and growth that you did. Yes. That's so, so good. That's so good. Yes. Um, I also wanted to come back to the point of, that you made about reflection and, and taking the time to do that. I think checking mm-hmm. in with your goals, that's, a time to reflect. That's an example mm-hmm. of reflecting. Um, mm-hmm. Also reflecting on what you want to do so that you can set your goals. So there's multiple ways that reflection will help you in the goal setting process. And it's funny this this comes up on this podcast because um, I'm also an adjunct professor. professor. <laughs> I'm an adjunct professor. And um, I taught this class on leadership. And one of the big principles that we taught and uh, emphasized in the class was the best leaders do spend time reflecting, reflecting Mm -hmm. on everything we said. What are your strengths? What are your development opportunities? And they have that growth mindset to get better and better and better over time. And so if you want to be a good leader and someone who's successful in um, living the life of your dreams, if you will, living the career of your dreams, then that reflection is, is, is important. And again, research has shown that as well. Okay, so a couple of questions that, a um, couple more questions I wanna pose to the conversation is, what if you have somebody who's never set a goal in their life? What, how would you suggest they get started? All right, so this is what I would do. Um, so, and this is what I do actually. So when I think about goal setting, um, this is what I do. I I call it, I just do a brainstorming session at first. And I just take like, you know, 30 minutes and I just write down everything that I desire, everything that I want, um, 
and I put no limits on it. So it could be something in my career. It could be something in my finances. It could be something in my health. It could be something for my house. It could, you know, I just, I don't put any limits on like what it is that I want. I just write the things that I want. I, for example, I could say, um, I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to save so much money this year. I want to cook healthier meals. I want to run a 5k. I want to, I just, no holes bar. Mm-hmm. I just put them all. I just write everything down. It's like emptying out your brain, right? Yes. <laughs> I kind of call it. Mm-hmm. And then once I do that, you know, I may have 50 things on there. Then I start to group them. It's like, okay, is this a financial goal? Is this a spiritual goal? Is this a health goal? And then I kind of group them that way. And then, you know, so that's my first pass is just a total, I call it brain dump or brainstorm. The, the second pass is, okay, let's group them into categories. And then once I do that, then I can look at them and say, okay, this is the one I really want to do. So I kind of mm-hmm. just keep filtering, right? Mm-hmm. Like these are the ones I really want to accomplish, but I like to get everything out. I like to get everything out on a, on a well, I usually do it on my um, iPad. I like to get everything out of my iPad, write it all down or, mm-hmm. you know, type it all up. And then I'll start grouping them. And then I'll say, okay, these are ones I really want to do. So mm-hmm. I'll have a list of maybe like 10 and they'll be in all these different categories. And then I can say, okay, well, the, you know, of this, these are the three I really want to accomplish like right now. Mm-hmm. And so I may start working on those three or four, whatever that is. And then if I do accomplish them, I always have something to go back to and say, okay, I've done those. What's next? Mm-hmm. And I can go back down the list. Right. Right. That is how I um, do my goal setting. And I just, I just like to be free form. Like I said, I just wanted to free flow so I could get everything out that's kind of in me. Yes. And then I can start to look at it and say, okay, these, and then I can start to narrow it down. Mm-hmm. So that's what I do. When you say just start to me, that's like, just write down whatever comes to mind and it's yeah. going to be different for everybody. And that's okay because this is your, this is your, you know, these are your goals. These are your dreams, your career aspiration. This is what you want to do. So you figure out, you know, that's just how you, I get started to help me narrow down where I start to work. Yes. Yes. Love that. Love that. I think that's great advice. And what I would say is just get started, (laughs) you know, and Mm -hmm. I think what you shared as a way to get started is perfect. Get you an iPad, get on your iPad, get on your computer, get on your journal, whatever method works best for you in terms Mm -hmm. of how you document things and just write down your ideas, brainstorm, think just whatever comes to mind, nothing is wrong about writing whatever is on is in your mind and then sit with it a bit you know maybe come back Mm -hmm. at it after a while and say okay what does this look like um what do I what intention do I want to set for the year and maybe you write down 30 things 50 things I've even heard of people writing down 100 things that's a lot and that's yeah yeah that's fine and again to me that can be a part of just brainstorming and then I love what you said. And for me, I just call it prioritizing um, which goals kind of are come to the forefront. What is most important to you in terms of what you want to achieve? I also do categorize my goals. I used to do more of that before where it's like formally in a category. Now I just, I, I don't set as many goals as I used to because I've mm-hmm. had found that when I, I was spread too thin, I was trying to achieve too many things. And again, it mm-hmm. is true, you probably will achieve more, but I really had to prioritize. What do I, what is my main focus? Maybe for the right. first quarter of the, or the year or the first half of the year. And of mm-hmm. course, sitting with it 
checking in with it, your goals can change, like you said, or you can tweak some goals. I think that applies in your career. I think it applies in your life. And I think it applies in your business as well. These principles can work in any aspect of your life, right? Regardless Mm -hmm. of if it's your career, life, or business, because that's the focus of this podcast. But uh, yeah, just get started. Use that framework framework, uh, that can help you. Um, I'd also say one thing that I have found to be helpful to me is to get somebody to help hold you accountable to your goal. So share with people you trust who are going to be your dream team is what I like to call it, or your, your, uh, people who advocate for you, who support what you're doing, share what you're doing with them and help. Maybe they can help be your accountability partner. Like Terry was saying, I want to get out of my comfort zone with my goals. And so I volunteered, even though she didn't ask me to be her accountability partner, <laughs> uh, to say, are you getting out of your comfort zone? That's just how I am. But Terry knows that's, that's just me. But, um, you know, ask other people for support because we can't be successful in this life by ourselves. Get with people who you trust, who are in your corner to help you. Um, I would also say, (laughs) get the support of a coach. That's what I do. Uh, That's what Terry does. Coach, a coach can help you to be accountable and can share practices with you that can help, but also think about what practice works best for you. Because a practice that works for Terry may not work the same way for me. That's what the benefit of a coach is. So that's what I would say is ways you can get started. Any other thoughts you have around that specifically? No, I, I think that's um, perfect. No thoughts around that. I, I mean, I love goal setting. I love the thought of it. And I, I just encourage people to do it. And if you've never done it before, just try it, mm-hmm. you know, and see what works for you. I like what you said, Angela, what may work for me may not work for Angela, may not work for, you know, the person out there listening, do what works for you, but just get started. Just try it. Yes, Absolutely. So I think tools can help as well. Uh, planners help me uh, just be intentional about each day, making sure that I'm taking action each day to support my goals. I think tools tools are an important thing to this to mention when it comes to how do you get started setting goals. And um, there's tons of planners out there. Uh, I've mentioned on past episodes that I have my dream living journal, which is another tool that can help you to really define and articulate what your goals and dreams are. And there's a section where you can actually document your goals, um, what what your goals are, what actions you're going to take, monitoring progress, and then also um, where you can document when you achieve your goal, your dream. And that's the exciting part of goal setting. It's like, wow, I'm making progress, I achieved. So I will include a link to the Dream Living Journal in the show notes, uh, but you can always go to dreamlivingcoach.com, check me out there, and uh, you'll see where my product is, where you can purchase it there. Um, so uh, anything else you want to share about goal setting before I share an announcement? No, I think uh, I think we covered a good deal of it. Great. It's good, good conversation. Yeah, it's getting me motivated. Getting me motivated. I, know, right? I already have my goals written down, but <laughs> I'm just motivated and it's just giving me energy to continue to work on executing those those goals. Right. So um, Terry and I, you can tell we're very passionate about this topic, but I think we're <laughs> passionate about all the topics we, we discussed, to be honest with you. But we're going to be offering a what we call a goal setting and vision board party. 
And uh, we're going to offer it in March. We're going to share more details about that in the in future podcasts. Also on my website, dreamlivingcoach.com. Uh, also on my social media uh, panels, um, Dream Living Coach on Facebook, Dream Living Coach on Instagram, and also Coach Spears at Coach underscore Spears on Twitter. But if you find my website, you'll be able to find all, all my um, social media uh, outlets, if you will. But we're going to be offering this as a way for you to dig deeper into goal setting and also do it in a fun way. So we encourage you to to first start with the tips we share with you today, write down your goals and such. And we're going to actually give you some tools to help you continue on the goal setting journey, make it a really fun event. We're still formulating some of the things and we'll um, share the final date very soon, but it'll definitely be in March. So stay tuned because we want you to be successful in 2020 in life and your career and business, of course. And we want to just do what we can to help you to get there, especially since 2020 was such a challenging year for so many. So stay tuned for that. Anything you want to add about this? Just your excitement about it. Anything you want to share, Terry? Oh, no, just that I'm excited. Number one, uh, like Angel said, very passionate about goal setting, um, but even more passionate about vision boarding um, your goals. Because to me, that's just so inspiring. So I'm excited about people to do that, um, to, um, to move forward in their life and in their careers in 2021 and just make this, you know, really a jump off year for people. Um, and really, if you've never set goals before, I just, uh, I really encourage you to do it and join us for the, the vision party, the goal setting vision party. Mm-hmm. That will be a lot of fun. I yes. think that's going to be great. Yes. Yes. If you've never, if you're new to goal setting and you've never done a vision board, or even if you have, join us. It's, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I, for me, vision boarding is um, just a way, another way to make your goals come to life. Mm-hmm. And I know when I've done them in the past and I've looked at past ones, I'm like, wow, look at all that I've accomplished. Like from years ago, it's like, oh my gosh, sometimes you forget mm-hmm. what your goals were like five years ago. And it's, it's really, really encouraging to see how much progress you've made, especially for me, because I don't have a tendency to reflect on my confidence. (laughs) So that vision boarding is really helpful to me to stay on the positive side of things when it comes to goal setting. So hope to see you there. Stay tuned for more details. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Terry, for joining me on this journey. Thank you so much, uh, everybody. Um, Until next time. Bye-bye, everyone, and happy new year. 